You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Suckers! I'm Kaylin Bell. I'm Dean Bell. And I'm Jared Haben. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to Suckers. This is Kaylin, and we're talking pop culture. This week, I can't stop talking about the Golden Globes and the book that I am absolutely obsessed with. Have you heard anything about the Golden Globes? I've just seen some videos. Is it about Selena Gomez, Taylor Swift, and Keely Teller? I asked him for a picture, and he said no. Oh my gosh. Wow, you're pretty kept up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I wasn't sure if that was from this year or from a year past, but... This is from this year, uh, two nights ago. I believe it was two nights ago. Yeah. Um, so for anyone that is unfamiliar, this is circulating all throughout TikTok. Selena Gomez came up to Taylor Swift and Keely Teller, who is Miles Teller's wife, and whispered something in Taylor's ear. Keely is shocked. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. I think I am. And you you can see Keely's lips say, Timothy, or what did she say? Wait, Timothy or something like that. Timothy's name is leaves her lips. And we can gather at least. And everyone's shocked. And so people are speculating that Selena went up to Timothy, who she did a movie with years ago. And she asked for a photo with, I think it was with the three of them. So Selena, Timothy, and Kylie Jenner. Because if you didn't know, Timothy and Kylie Jenner are dating. Did you know this? Uh, I think I've seen something about it. Yeah. Um, And Kylie Jenner said no. So that's what everyone is thinking. And I have some thoughts. I think something went down. So Tim... Timothy and Selena obviously know each other. Selena and Kylie have had a lot of beef semi-recently, maybe like a year ago. What's the beef? There was like the whole eyebrow thing. Um, Selena posted something on her stories about her eyebrows and she like messed them up. And then Haley and Kylie posted something about their eyebrows. So people thought that the girls were being mean girls and making fun of Selena. And then Selena kind of like fueled the fire a little bit. This is heavy into Haley and Selena's beef. I can tell you're so interested. Anyways, um, 
I think Selena went up to him, but I can't imagine that Selena would go up to Timothy alone and just be like, can I have a photo? And Kylie would say, no, that's like someone coming up to you. And I would say, no, sorry, he won't take a photo with you. I think there's something to it because the next day, Selena Gomez, her camp came out with a statement. And then yesterday, Timothy ran into TMZ and had a statement as well. So something, something's fishy. What was Timothy's statement? Well, Timothy said, no, there's no beef. And that's what Selena said too. But usually when things are going on in the public eye and like people are saying all of these false things, that's when people, I feel like speak out. I mean, true things. I, I apologize. When people are saying all these true things and it's like getting all these headlines and attention, I feel like that's mostly when we hear from their camps. You know, mm-hmm. if there's like a bunch of negative things or like untrue things, like there always are in Hollywood, we never really hear about it. That's my thought. Who knows? But I was also thinking, I kind of feel bad for celebrities in the sense that they already live in a fishbowl. And now because of TikTok and social media and the way it blows up, they have zero privacy. Like any anything that they say out in public, like mouth, there are so many specialists that can just like figure out exactly what they were saying. Lip readers, specialists. So that's my thought on that. Yeah. Do you have any thoughts? Um, I thought you were going to be more, I thought you were going to be less informed about this. Oh, well, I, like I said, I've only seen a short little snippet on probably on TikTok and it was one of those things where I watched for five seconds and scrolled right through it, but I kind of caught the gist of it having seen what I saw. And it, it just, um, I don't know, like the background beef that they have with each other. So I guess it, it was just kind of like a whatever thing for me, but I didn't realize that it was like maybe a year old beef that then kind of festered up into this moment. Yeah. I mean, it was really bad between Selena and Haley and Haley had to reach out to Selena to be like, this is so bad. Can you please ask your fans to stop? So then Selena posted a story and she's like, Haley asked me to ask you guys to chill out. Um, and also among, like around the time of this beef or, or maybe even before it, Selena and Haley had a photo together. Like they went to, it might've been baby to baby gala or something. They took a photo together. They were at the same event. So I'm wondering if this is Selena's thing. Like we'll, we'll squash the beef by taking a photo together publicly. So mm-hmm. maybe that's why she wanted a photo with them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, but I do think there's something fishy there. Yeah. It just feels like a big game of chess, you know, like people are doing things to get the advantage in some way or the upper hand in some way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. People are just so either Team Selena or Team Haley, and I don't which, care. Which team are you? I don't care. You I, have to if you had to pick. I think this most recent round of beef between the two of them kind of painted Selena in a bad light. So you don't think Timothy's to blame at all for any of this? He could be. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, that's he could have been. He could have been the one that said no, and mm-hmm. then maybe because he didn't want to make Kylie uncomfortable. I could totally see I that. I find happening. it hard to believe someone would say no, regardless of beef. And at a place like that, where like you're there to be seen, you're there to be commingling with people. But if they really don't like each other. Yeah. I mean, and Selena's fans go hard for her and will go out. Like, I think Kylie had to turn off her comments because it was so bad. And why do they not like each other again? Because Selena used to date Timothy Chalamet? No, because there was the whole, I don't even know how, like, how true this is, but Selena posted a story about her eyebrows. And oh, then, the eyebrows, yeah. yeah. Whatever, like, whatever, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I don't, it's so hard for me to conceptualize because it's just so far out of the realm of possibility for something for me to get mad at someone else for, you know? Yeah, and it's just really blown up. But And and I think that's the problem with all of this, with Haley, with Selena, just ever. it People just make things such a bigger deal than they need to be. Mm. 
And their fans on both sides are just incredibly toxic or can be toxic. Well, for instance, I saw, and, and I don't know if you plan on talking about this later, and I know this is your segment, so I'll try to keep this quick. There was a clip of John Krasinski and his wife, um, Emily Blunt, Emily Blunt on the red carpet. And it looks like he says, man, I just can't wait to get a divorce. But then you go back and you read it and you imagine him saying, I just can't wait to get through this as in being on the red carpet. But then it became this whole big thing because if you want to see him say, I can't wait to get a divorce, that's what you see. If you want to see him say, I can't wait to get through this, then that's what you see. So I do agree with you that social media has, has allowed people to become these detectives on a lot of different things. Yeah. And it's that doesn't seem right for John Krasinski at all. They seem like the most in love couple ever. That's my point. Yeah. But especially with Selena and Haley, it's like on another level, people have conspiracy theories all over the internet and then throw Taylor Swift into the mix too. And, and same, like their fan bases are just so vast and crazy. Um, but I didn't watch the Golden Globes because I feel like you can just easily get recaps on TikTok these days. And I think the only other thing I gathered was that people didn't really love the host. Uh-huh. And he took a jab at, at Taylor Swift, like a minor jab about her and Travis Kelsey. And yeah, I don't know. Fashion was great. Not that you care about the fashion, but the fashion was well, wonderful. Let's hear about the fashion. Well, I love award season because when I did pageants, I would like base my dress off of the Golden Globes, the Oscars. Like this is what I lived for and still do. I don't watch the actual award show. I just like to see what they wore. And there were a lot of uh, great dressed people. Like Wait. what? What What was your favorite outfit? Mm, that is a good question. I really liked um, Camilla Moore, Camille mm. Moore from Daisy Jones and the Six. She just had a very simple white outfit. Taylor Swift wore Gucci. It was, uh, this is the first one. So I, I feel like it just gets better and better as award season goes on. So it was like not incredible. So the Grammy, this is the Grammys? This was Golden Globes. Golden Globes. That comes before like the Oscars and the Grammys and all that stuff? Yes. Okay. Yes. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois and my life has never been the same and I love her so much and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much. With Pappy, he just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him... And we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we, we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And, and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So 
I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black lead brand, we make room for another black lead brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing Black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing Black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. also like Brie Larson's. She looked great and regal. Oh, you might have this on your list of things to talk about. Jennifer Lawrence. She crushed it. Oh, yeah. And you know what's crazy, too, is people either really love Jennifer Lawrence or really hate her. Mm. And I can't imagine hating her because she's hilarious. And people, uh. like, the comments are always so mean about her. And I just think she is such a, a free spirit and hilarious woman mm. that we should be rooting for, not rooting against. I have always kind of been indifferent towards her, but seeing her lately has made me a fan of her. Yeah. Because she does have a good sense of humor. If I don't win this, I'm leaving. Yeah. And then it's Emma Stone and she gets up and starts cheering right away too. So she's like, obviously got everyone's back, but she's right. like, she just doesn't really seem to put much um, care into it, which is good, I think. Right. Like right. obviously she puts a lot of effort into her work, but she doesn't really care much so about the award seasons maybe. Yeah. She's always been like that. She was the one who tripped. Was it the Golden Globes a couple of years ago? She tripped while she's about to get her award. And isn't she a new mother? Yes. Well, I don't know how new, but she does have a baby. She looks great. She looks better now than she did when she was on Hunger Games. I know. Which is, that's amazing and incredibly impressive for her. Hope that happens to And me. so did Emma Stone. She just had a baby as well and she looks fantastic. Yeah. Everyone looks great. Yeah. It was a great award season. Show. Show. We're just in you're the right, beginning right. stages of the just, season. We've just begun. Yeah. The other thing I want to talk about that you're going to be thrilled about. Can't wait. That I haven't shut up about is yeah. my book, Fourth Wing. Is that pop culture? I guess so, oh, yeah. Oh, it is oh, because yeah. it is all over TikTok. I just Googled. It has like a, over a billion views. People mm. are obsessed with this book. And if you haven't read it, you must read it. I, I'm i really obsessed. And it's all I was talking about at the wedding. Anyone who had read it, I was just talking their ear off. 
Wells Adams is reading it right now. So we bonded a little bit over that. And I'm hoping Dean will read as well. No, I probably won't because every time you started reading it, you'd be like, guess how many hours left I have in this book? 17. <laughs> it misread my reading speed. So I think it was like 12 hours. And for me, it would have been like 37 then because you read twice as fast as I do. Yeah, it's it's really incredible. Everyone is hyping this book up so much. And I was like, this book can't be that amazing. But it's basically like Harry Potter meets Game of Thrones. I heard someone say meets How to Train Your Dragon. Plus Fifty Shades of Grey. Well, there's like a little bit of sex scenes, but nothing crazy. Mm. And it's phenomenal. And so Amazon Studios and Michael B. Jordan just purchased the rights for the show. And it's going to be turned into a show, which I'm even more excited about because it needs that kind of Game of Thrones show aspect to it versus putting it into movies because the books are so dense. There's so much that they cover. And I can't freaking wait. So now all over TikTok, people are trying to figure out who they're going to cast. And I hope they cast a bunch of unknowns where it's going to make their career, you know? Maybe we could audition. Yeah. My acting skills are freaking incredible. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, what a dream to play your favorite character in your favorite book. Oh, it would be amazing. And so I'm so obsessed with this book that now I'm listening to podcasts about it because I'm on a hangover. Like, I didn't know this was a thing. I have never loved a book so much. Mm. I loved Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, but nothing can compare. I was so sad when it ended and there's still three more books, but they haven't been released that I was like, maybe I just go reread them. And I think on my flight to Australia, I'm going to reread them. What about like Harry Potter? This is even better. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. It just like sucks you in and makes you feel I don't, like you're totally in it. You like this more than you like Harry Potter? I think so. But I haven't finished Harry Potter. I'm like, it's. Oh, you've already read them all. No, I'm really taking my time. What about over the past Games? five years? Love Hunger Games, love Twilight, like. But I've this never loved. All those. I've never loved a book as much Divergent, as this. Divergent, better than that. Divergent, yeah, wasn't never that great. Fifty Shades of Grey, better than that. Never read that. Oh, oh. I don't know. It's it's. Where the crawdads sing, better than that. Yeah, that one was, that one was good, but hard to get through. Okay. It's great. It's wonderful. And if you haven't read it, this is pop culture because people are you know trying to figure out who's going to star in it. And so I'm listening to these podcasts, and I, at first reading it thought, oh my gosh, I'm so similar to Violet. She, her whole life, everyone tells her she's so weak and she'll, you know, she's like going through this quadrant and she's not going to make it. And she, you know, she can't compare to her sister who's so athletic and so built. And I'm like, that is me. I, everyone, my whole life has said, you're so weak, you're so weak. And now that I've hit the gym a little bit, people are like, oh, like you have a little bit of strength to you. And I thought that was the whole premise, but I missed the beginning where she actually has a disease. I believe it's EDS. It's like a ligament and joint disease where she, you know, she's like holding something or pulling something and her arm will pop out of the socket. So we're not really that alike. I'm just weak in general, but I'm obsessed. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'll maybe give it a shot, but no I think promises. you should. Wells loved it. Yeah. Wells, we were talking about it. And Wells he, is also a reader though. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I was surprised he was reading it. Yeah. I was just texting Jess Higgins because she's my reading buddy and she's going to start reading it tomorrow she said so i can't wait to chat with her because it's all i want to talk about hmm. there's there's so many theories all over the internet and rebecca yaros hasn't given a release date for the next book she originally said december and then they took that off of goodreads so we don't know and she also said that she wrote three books in a very short period of time and it really hurt her honor it was hard on her body so we'll see hmm. but it's amazing and if 
I haven't convinced you to read it, just head over to TikTok and hear everyone, a billion people talking about it. I'm on it. Not a billion, a million. I'll get, I'll get on TikTok. Yeah. Maybe book on tape is more my speed. Well, here's the thing. So I'm listening to these podcasts now because I'm freaking obsessed. And someone read it and someone listened to the audiobook. And I also was thinking, maybe I'll listen to the audiobook tomorrow while I have my long drive to Colorado. Um, and they, so there's dragons, obviously, and they have voices for the dragons. Obviously. Obviously. I didn't know that. Well, Game of Thrones, How to, how to Train Your Dragon, Harry Potter. Yeah, I honestly didn't piece that together, but thank you for making me All feel about stupid. dragons. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Context clues. Uh-huh. Um, and so they voice these dragons and there's like a really mean dragon and there's a really sweet dragon. And she's like, the voices are just very cringy. Mm. Oh, so, in the book, in the audio book? Yeah. Okay. Versus creating the voices on your own. Yeah. Can you give us an example or like a sample of what kind of voices you make up for yourself in the book? Oh, I don't, I don't think I do. Oh. Yeah. I don't, I don't make up. I just read. Okay. Do you make up voices as you read? Yeah. Let's hear some voices. No, I'm, t- I'm saying I don't do that. I do. I do make up voices. Yes. Like if, uh, if there's a female protagonist or something, then I'll do my best to like speak to myself in a female protagonist type voice. Huh. Or like, let's say there's a talking dog in this book, then I'll, talk like a dog would presumably talk That's or at least so like lower my voice or change the, the inflection in or something. The voice in your head? Yeah, 100%. Whoa, I don't do that. You have to do it. How do you differentiate characters? I just picture their faces. I pick like the guy, the main character, Zayden. He's like the hottest guy ever, apparently. Okay. And I just picture this hot guy's face, your face. <laughs> nice save. <laughs> Very nice save. I just picture Jason Momoa's, I mean, your face. <laughs> And for Violet, it's me, obviously. So I just picture myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so we're not going to get any voices out of you then? No. Okay. I just don't do that. I didn't know that was something people did. I bet you. It, I, I guess, yeah, I have no idea. But I'm not, I've never read a book before. But I would imagine that's probably how most people would do it. I just, because I'm a visual learner, I just see what the faces. Okay. I actually don't know. I'm going to pick up. Now I'm reading A Court of Roses and Thorns. So mm. I'll... I'll figure out my voices for them. Please do. And please, um, next time, maybe you could give us a, a insight into that. I certainly will. And next week, I'm sure there will be more pop culture going on, but this has just been consuming my life for the past few weeks. Iron Flame? So I had to talk Iron about Wing? it. Fourth Wing and Iron Flame. Oh, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I got him. I kind of <laughs> got him close. And you had no idea what either one was called. That's uh, funny. Um, yeah, well, the Golden Globes is big, obviously. Mm-hmm. And that whole Selena, Kylie. Timothy. Timothy thing was pretty big. Did, was there any other drama at the, at the Golden Globes? Minus the host being weird. Just, I remember seeing some videos about the host giving some jokes and then blaming his writers for the bad jokes, but giving him yeah. credit for the good jokes. And like yelling. It's like, I was only given this job like a week ago. I was like, eh, you're just making this more cringy than it should be. Yeah. No, the only drama is just like people trying to figure out lip reading and just really cute moments between Timothy and Kylie Jenner. So that's all. But I'm sure, you know, Hollywood will come up with something by next week. There'll be a lot of stories to talk about. Yeah. Oh, so, oh my gosh. Okay. Next week we'll have to talk about Salt Lake city because we don't have time this week, but real housewives of Salt Lake city. If you watch it's nuts, it's absolutely crazy. So I'll fill you in next week. I'll watch before that. Perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Tune in next week where maybe we suck just a little bit less. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. 
This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share black lead products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with black lead products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP the Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.